Hello and welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and I have a very special guest with me tonight. You might know her from Twitter. You might know her from Combo Queens. Uh, you might know her as... If, if you follow Skullgirls, you've probably heard her name. It's Sharpie, the Purple Sharpie, in fact. How you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. I am ecstatic to have you on. But meaning, it's like I had your name written down as people who I've wanted to have on for a while, uh, but I just hadn't gotten around to it. I, but I'm super happy. It's to have totally you on. fine. In your defense, I'm not uh, super well known for playing Street Fighter, obviously. So well, I understand. Yeah, totally fine. <laughs> and that's not a huge deal. You're a community member. You have a lot I going am. on in the community. And anytime that I have a new guest, I always like to pitch right up front what you got going on. So yeah. I have to ask you, what do you have going on? Um, I do a lot. Uh, so what most people probably know me for is being one of the community managers for school girls, not like an official community manager. I literally just saw a need stepped up and did it, but right. I also run the school girls tour. Um, like you said, I help out with combo Queens. Um, but, um, more locally, I guess, inside of the DC, Maryland and Virginia area, I do event streaming. I do a lot of TO work and, uh, I also get on the sticks. <laughs> What has the experience been like in the DC area for for running locals? Because I know that's that's probably something we're gonna get dig into maybe in a moment. Maybe we'll dig into it now. Uh, but what, yeah, what are locals? Yeah, let's just like? go straight yeah, into it. Yeah, let's just go for the blood because we've been dancing. <laughs> we've been talking for before I hit record, folks. Just full yeah. disclosure, we've been talking. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fair. That's that's completely fair. I talk a lot. You don't but, um, say. <laughs> I, I do, I do. Um, what I'll say is the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area is actually really, really large. Um, mm. It obviously encompasses three different areas. Um, and I apologize in advance for not including Delaware. Delaware does have quite a few players and uh, members inside of it that all contribute. But most recently, um, this not past weekend, but the weekend before last, there was actually an event, a Red Bull event, for chance the Red Bull Conquest Finals that were held inside of DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that was, that was I, I wouldn't say the largest event of all time, but it was a relatively large event inside of DC held uh, by Capcom and Red Bull specifically. Um, and but I think Dynamco, because... Yeah, um, I think the, they also helped. Yeah, well... Yeah, it's hard to say in official capacities, but they they were there. Yeah, their their name was on the stream, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, from all accounts, we had talked about that on last week's show. From everyone there who had who was there, and there's a couple of interviews that we could even point to from people who were there that said, this event was crazy good. One of the best. Yeah, I was there. I like, enjoyed it. I mean, I know you yeah. were there too, and we'll we'll get your opinion on this in <laughs> in a second. But from what everyone says, is that from a tournament going experience, from a player's perspective, it was one of the best tournaments around. But I agree from, with that statement. From a, uh, I guess maybe esports side, maybe mm-hmm. some people disagree. Yeah, uh, there was actually a Washington Post article um, that specifically went over this a little bit more in detail, um, and I'm sure you'll find a way to link it somehow inside the podcast That'll for be the show notes. people's perusal. That'll but be um, essentially, <laughs> it just kind of went over how we didn't really 
and by we, I mean the fighting game community didn't really fill the entire arena. Um, that was kind of frustrating to see, specifically because um, I believe it was like the very first time they had run a mm. quote unquote esports event at that location. Yes. Um, it was it was just really disheartening. There were a couple of quotes in addition that they got from people that kind of um, went over like how our scene in this area wasn't necessarily the largest or um yeah the quotes really that they pulled fun were at all. like why would you they were really that hurtful that quote and not the they good were, part why they were really hurtful they, they cut that quote the wrong way so to to frame this for everybody the title the the headline is despite low attendance inaugural esport event gives a preview of dc's gaming potential so right off yeah. the bat despite low attendance and then the word potential potential yeah as if it like, just yeah everything in that sentence honestly it's kind of framed to make it seem like okay this was the first one but you know it's obviously not the peak that's that's really what that sentence was set up to mean and the rest yeah. of the article really came off that exact same way um i don't even mm. i don't even necessarily know if i blame the writer um just in the sense that I know I, I'm more so disappointed by, I guess, the editor, whoever really, it, it just seemed like I, I, the writer, the writer didn't really seem at fault here. Um, it just seemed like a lot of the information that was given to the writer right. wasn't fair. Right. Because this is a FTC person. This is, this is a writer for the Washington post. Trying That's to what cover I'm saying from the area. And like, exactly. Full disclosure for people who write at big publications, like uh, another credit to the writers that they don't write the headline. Mm -hmm. The right. editors change it. Mm -hmm. They, the editors all get to decide it, it just essentially the way uh, writers have absolutely no control over the headlines. Right. The editor finds, the breadth of what they're trying to say and then click baits it so that people will literally click it. Like they have 0% of the control on what the, go the only thing they get to decide is what goes in after that headline. Mm -hmm. That's, that's it. And, and this dude's defense, he's like a known sports writer. Like he's not super big in um, esports in the sense that he has very, very little experience in the FGC side of things and right. mostly deals with games like, you know, um, in 2k like uh, a lot of a lot of fifa like you know classic classic sports games right yeah it's a it's a different that is a much different scene even exactly. from like big money esports that's a mm -hmm. different scene and exactly there, there is money there it's just yeah it's different its own completely different audience. it's completely different uh but just so some you, of the you framing all here, here in this i mean just the way that some of this is written like it starts out to me as an fgc person like very confusing with some of the wording where mm -hmm. even like in the second paragraph it's like as soon as the event was over the fans were like gone people left yeah and that's normal because the the venue's not open anymore like yeah. you're not allowed to stay late and play like that's just standard in anything but yeah. it's not normal in like a sports capacity like you have people tailgating people don't do that in like esports right. games people go home because they don't want to be outside and like that's not exciting for us <laughs> and like in my experience running late yeah 
Exactly. Like, this shit's exactly. running late. Like you, I want to go home and sleep. You were sleep. supposed to be home an hour ago and you got work in the morning. You yep. got to catch everyone there had to catch a flight the next morning, mm-hmm. probably at like it early. Yeah. Uh, so it's most like, people have to get ready to play and everything. Yeah. It's a whole situation, but like just some of the quotes that are pulled were just somewhat alarming and some somewhat damning, I would say, to at least your community. Uh, the one specific one, because I feel like you're being really nice, but I'm going to be kind of mean here and just say free. it. Open it up. I'm going to be I'm going to be just this is this is the only time I'm going to say it. And it's just because it really personally hurt me. You're allowed. But to there's be a quote. OK, I'm not I don't even know if I should be angry at him, but no. um, there's a quote here from Punk. And the quote is to me, the District of Columbia is a boring place to be. But the stadium is just amazing. It looks cool. The stage is very nice. Everything about the venue is just amazing. Um, that's not like the end of the quote. It goes on to talk a little bit more about the venue. Right. But, but he insulted start, the scene that way. It's he insulted the scene in that area. He said, by the way, this area is very boring. By the way, your shit's there. whack. All your buildings are small. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? <laughs> like, that's just, it just seems, it, it just really hurts. Right. Because a lot of people in this area, not even just me, like putting me aside, there are several other people in this area that all work really, really, really hard to make sure mm-hmm. that players in this area, spectators in this area, commentators in this area, content creators, even influencers are all treated very fairly. And that they all have exciting and fun opportunities to do whatever they want. Nothing about this area, especially Washington, is boring. Now, if this was like Alexandria, I would get it because that's that's like that's like okay, I get it. It's a freaking suburb. I understand where you're coming mm. from here, punk. But like, you're saying the nation's capital is boring. I'm I'm actually sorry. What? <laughs> it was just it was so insulting Go to, space to hear museum. that. It's real good. Oh my god, the space museum is fantastic. It's, it's awesome. The um. If you haven't been, the African American History Museum is open and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, you already said the Spine Museum, didn't you? Yeah, the Smithsonian is great. Um, the Holocaust Museum, uh, the Spine Museum. These are all the great ones, obviously. But there's just so many places in D.C. specifically to be. It's literally a tourist trap. Like, there are people that come here from other countries just to go to D.C. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't understand. But go to, like, Duclaw Brewery or something. I don't know. It just felt like it just felt like really frustrating um just because like because you know that there are so many people in your community who are making it as special and as good that it is you experience it on a day-to-day and this is kind of something that i think globally we have an issue with and i i say that out loud as like the we as in the royal we yeah not even the fgc we but like kind of everything else surrounded because something that you said before we started recording uh and i'm not gonna get anything telling but the way that sometimes questions can be asked from people reporters of saying so like just framing thing everything as esports where 
so much of what happens at that event is not esports and is mm-hmm. not like you don't go to your 12 year olds or your like your your sons or daughters baseball or the dance recital or what have you and say oh this is the this is the sport this is the nfl yeah exactly it's exactly. no wait no dog like pump the brakes uh these, these are people this is like grassroots effort like we're sponsored by the donut shop uh yeah. we're we're sponsored by tire repair around the corner uh we're here <laughs> making sure that like everybody in the area gets a piece of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're we're selling hoagies to mm-hmm. to get meetups here and like <laughs> that's the stuff yeah it just it felt like the article didn't really focus on any of that and that was right. kind of frustrating because like we're we're and and this is once again i hate to do this to the writer and to everybody that participated in it but it just felt like there was no local flavor in this article whatsoever like mm. um there were there, so many there good was there, it, were, there, there was were in that it, like name dropping the mayor <laughs> that's yeah. the local flavor <laughs> That's what I was saying. But the quotes that they got from people, none of it was from anybody local. We had like several local people do really, really well in placements. Mr. Whoopi actually uh, won because he subbed in for um, one of the team's battles. So he gets to go to uh, he actually didn't beat anybody, but he's going to Japan, (laughs) Evo Japan, because uh, somebody wasn't there. They used him to replace it per the rules. And then they won by a technicality because the other team had no one to replace their player sick so because he just subbed in it didn't have to play anybody i think the game was um i want to say guilty gear because i remember lost soul one so i think okay. it's guilty gear that tracks um but they're not yeah, being yeah. enough players to actual players no. to fill a yeah, team why why did they guilty not gear? interview him or even yeah. like sour piggy who got top eight in tekken like i I actually don't understand any of that. Yeah, local that, person that who like is a mostly unknown player on the global scale. That's but what I'm saying. But it's literally from this it. area. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That ha- that's that happens all over the place. That happens it in really so does. many. Lo- I could name any local. I could mm-hmm. look at the local fighters network right now and pick out names from top placing players and say, if there's a major in and around this area, they will kill it. Yeah. They will take out kill. They will take out gods. Actually, actually, but, but no one. But they're will never cover it. at all. <laughs> and I think that's why I really started understanding that I needed to start stepping up more in my community. Yeah. Um, like not. This isn't the first time I've seen it, but I remember. I remember how frustrated I got the very first time I saw it, and then the answer was, "Well, why don't you just do it, Sharpie?" Yeah. I was why like, don't "Fine, you do it. I will." And then it became, well, Sharpie, like, why are you doing it? What are your motives? Like, are you chasing money? What's going on here? I was like, no, you guys told me to do it. <laughs> are you mad because I'm succeeding in doing it? Like, why are you talking you about Red Bull, Sharpie? <laughs> why are you trying to get that energy drink money? Yo, it's it's actually really funny because, um, oh, man. Okay, it, it's it's actually really funny. Keep in mind, because... I can edit this podcast. <laughs> no, I under I know you can. Okay. I know you can. I'm just trying to think of the best way I want to say it so that you don't have to edit it because I think it would be an actual shame. I appreciate um, that. Because if I if I, I decide to go lazy. back on this, <laughs> I'm a lazy boy. As it turns <laughs> That's out, there I'm I'm really lazy too. <laughs> um, I guess what I'm trying to say here is, 
you could essentially start a community from scratch, run an entire event dedicated for that community, drop thousands of dollars exclusively on that community, start tweeting and learning other games exclusively to get more, um, more clout for your community. And then the minute, the minute that you personally ask someone to come out and support something that you're doing, people question everything you've ever done for your community. That's how it works. That's, that's, that's how it works. This is me making the most frustrated face I've ever made. I'm uh, positive. This is uh, continually. It's, the <sighs> it's a sacrifice that every single leader makes is that when, and I'm not calling myself a leader by any regards here. It's just I think like you are, I will call you. <laughs> I think okay. I, I don't, I hate, I hate putting myself on a pedestal. I don't consider myself. I can honestly I put you do on not a consider pedestal? myself. Can I put you the Sharpie on You can consider me a leader all you want. I okay. still don't consider myself a leader, not but like, um, I think that, I think Rick's a really good example of this. Yes. Um, because he will put he will make a lot of sacrifices for him for on himself mm -hmm. like for the community um but and i don't think that he does this ever but as an example there are certain things that he can't do like if he ever wants to personally say something mm -hmm. he can't he can't ever convey anything personally because now he's representing an entire community so regardless of how he personally feels about something, he can no longer do that. And that's a sacrifice that I think all leaders have to do, right? Yeah. You're not allowed to know, you're no longer allowed to be self. You are now the group. And I think that's yeah. where a lot of it gets lost inside of like Washington Post articles like this. I think that's where a lot of the nuance gets lost because you have to realize every single one of these people are speaking on behalf of their section of the community, right? Mm -hmm. So you have like Punk over here speaking on, on behalf of him. And that's the problem because the context here makes it seem like he's speaking on behalf of the entire community. Because you see what I'm saying? Also, that's that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that doesn't make him a leader? Presented as authority figure, and then mm -hmm. that's the authority being laid down. Exactly, and that's that's really frustrating. And I feel like the article doesn't really correct that. And at the same time. Here's my cynic look at it is would you ever expect it to get it right? No, that's the worst thing about it is as bad as this article is. I still understand it could have been far worse. Even like that's what's if, so frustrating. Yeah, because the, they the could other have just compared it, it to Overwatch and just completely messed this over. Right. They could have just said, well, it's not Overwatch, which, by the way, they did. So, <laughs> by the way, look at these numbers that we have over here. Look at these Overwatch numbers. Look at Additionally, these fighting game events. Look at, look at these stadiums that they're filling. Additionally, fighting game events tend to skew smaller and crowd sizes than more well-funded game publishers, yeah. like Overwatch League. <laughs> yeah, and like completely foregoing the the whole path of oh, or even like Dota or bring that up at all of saying that the events that are being run are run by the people who own mm -hmm. the game. Whereas this is three different fighting game entities run by a, a soft drink company. Exactly. So like, it's a lot. It, it's, it was a lot that they couldn't discuss. Right. And there was a lot they chose to discuss and they 
they chose to discuss it badly. That was a choice. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. But the reality is, outrage gets more clicks. So, or even he just did yeah, the best like, he could. mild he the best disappointment he gets more clicks. I suppose <laughs> it uh, happens. But to your credit, though, and what I think is positive to talk about here's because here's the good spin. Here's how mm-hmm. this. If I was a writer who would get paid nothing and get fired immediately because this is how I would choose to write things of, <laughs> of covering something within the community. If I really did the work and I, I sought out, well, who's, who's streaming in this area? Where do you guys meet regularly? Because you aren't meeting yeah. here regularly. What's that look like? Like what's, what's this about? And then do an article that way. Yeah. But how do you even find that stuff? What are communities doing to get their names out there? That's one might what's ask. super annoying. And this is something that my personal community, like the DMV community, is super bad about. Mm. Like just general visibility is so important. Right. Like in general, at all today, like in a world where everything is electronic and the only way you're reaching somebody is through their phone you should be making sure that anybody can find you on your phone. Like that should be your number one concern. <laughs> I had but, an episode a couple weeks ago. Uh, I wonder if it was an episode of the podcast. I get, I get confused when I, whenever I sit at this desk, I should really change the light behind me to, mm. to whether I'm streaming tournament or doing the podcast. Cause I can never remember which one I said this on, but regardless mm. an episode where I was talking about, uh, finding people's locals on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And one would think that a entering into the search engine, Tuscaloosa FGC would find the Tuscaloosa FGC. <laughs> it, it fucking did not. No, it that, doesn't. It did not. It did not bring it. You would think that those specific things that someone told you to search, like, here's the... Yeah. the, the the extraction here is that someone on Twitter said to find my local, go to Facebook and search Tuscaloosa FGC. Exactly. I, I did that and I couldn't yeah, find it. Find anything. Mm-hmm. If I was from That's, Tuscaloosa, like what is my, there's no, there's no answer. Like that's what's, what's super answer? annoying is, is Who's that's running that really, event? That's a very, very, very huge problem plaguing like a lot of areas. And my scene is a casualty of that because Mm -hmm. there are just a lot of private groups or closed Facebook groups of like, you know, groups that originally started as like maybe four or five people. Right. And slowly over the years, they started expanding to include more and more people as the FGC grew. Mm -hmm. And now at this point, it's just like, well, I don't want to flood my Facebook page with all of this information so that people know what I'm talking about. Or I don't want to know that so-and-so's throwing shade, so I'm going to keep it closed. Or, you know, maybe we just don't want everybody to see what's going on in DMV or other areas because we don't want other areas like possibly stealing tech or we don't want them to like know certain things about our players or anything like that. Right. Like, and Mm -hmm. that's, that's, there's no specific problem with any of those. It's all of those combined that make it a problem because there are new players out there. There are a lot of new players out there that are coming into the scene that aren't able to find any of this information. People will complain all of the all of the time that like new players don't have this and new players don't have that or I don't know why new players only go to Reddit. It's because Reddit is the most front facing site 
of everything. Like if I if I just grabbed the normie from work and I was like, hey, do you know what debated means? And they'd be like, yeah, of course. I go to Twitch all the time. I was like, oh, okay. And they're like, also, I go to R Kappa or also I go to like R Skullgirls when I want to play the game. I didn't see anything on the Reddit, so I assume it doesn't exist. Yep. Because that's that's what normal people do. Normal people Google it, comes up on the Reddit because that's the most forward facing site or like a Twitter page somewhere. The SEO or SRK. is high for that. Exactly. And then guess what? you're gone like that's it um this obviously isn't the rule of thumb for like several other communities and i could name drop a couple of them that are doing like great jobs making sure that they're forward facing so like anybody can find them but they're pretty successful because they've just made themselves so accessible to people and that's i think something that like the next generation of fgc is really going to be struggling with is making sure that they're able to grow because the reality is is the days of just making a facebook page a a fake a facebook post about something and like having people clamor onto it and like starting a facebook group off of that and then just you know setting up a facebook event like that's not a thing anymore you can't do that people want websites it's people want like it's not (laughs) people want more (laughs) it's not enough or also that the person who made the facebook page like got a job and hasn't been around for oh my god since like 20 that's happened so many times 2014 yeah like it it happens like people 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 grow up and they have to they either I don't have want to say that as, as a fucking adult who's speaking to a microphone about you video do. games you do you, you grow older you get more responsibilities and you have less time dedicated uh, I mean that's, that's not even true just, I have zero time to do this that's uh, just what happens you're on like, the clock even it's today. counting down yeah. what do you want to say because I got 15 <laughs> no I'm just <laughs> Yo, it's it's really it's really go time right now, Sharpie. No, yeah, but like what the point is, <laughs> is that no one ever really has time anymore to like yeah. to do to do what the they need work. to to make sure that exactly. The and work. that's where the next generation really really comes in. Like even me, I've only been in this community since 2015. Mm-hmm. That was when I started playing Skullgirls. I've only been here for three years, and already like I find myself, oh my goodness, I have so much less time than I did three years ago. Like this is a problem. Right. I'm not even considered like a super new player anymore. That's ridiculous. Because (laughs) also on top of that, you're also very forward facing in the community. Why? Oh, yeah. Because you put yourself forward. Mm hmm. Like there's a lot you of are taking those that. steps. Yeah. It's not that you're doing things and hoping for things to be picked up. Oh no, there's a, it's a lot of work. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of you have to do. <laughs> so I there's think a, that, that what we're talking about, you've already transitioned in the net. ladies and gentlemen. For, here's a little inside baseball. Uh, I like to keep a I like to keep a tight script, uh, and by <laughs> that I mean I keep a very loose script, and part of that was something that you wanted to talk about, which is mm-hmm. Alex Valle shared something via Twitter. Yeah, uh, he did. About the best way for people to what is the right word here? Because I don't even want to say it's grow your is it grow your local or just grow the community or or push community or I have be a recognized phrase or just become I like to say more value. Yeah, um, go ahead. It's a hashtag support your locals. Sure. I think that, you know what, that is all encompassing. So let's just say that. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good term Uh, (laughs) because the, and you can type that into Google and everything that you need to support your locals will come in by the way. 
That is true. Twitter becomes useful whenever you hashtag things, but not when you don't hashtag things. So don't be posting tech to, to Twitter without hashtagging it. Thank Ladies you. and gentlemen, mm-hmm. archiving is an issue. Uh, yeah. But what he said was effectively uh, that it doesn't work anymore just to post combo videos, uh, just sharing tech, all that stuff. That and early might, strats, yeah. Yeah, early strats might have worked in the past. That's weak shit. Mm-hmm. What do you have to be doing to move your community forward? What are you showing off? What makes your local appealing? What are you doing exactly. out there? There was, when I, when I saw his tweet about that, um, I actually had been working on something earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, trying to make sure that, like, for all the reasons I said before that like we were able to entice people that may not necessarily come out to locals. Right. Cause that's, that's a really big problem right now is obviously like the death of the local. Right. Right. Because so much is online now that it's hard to like get people to come out of their home. But I was working on something kind of highlighting people that may not necessarily get highlighted because you know, not every single area has Sonic Fox. Right. Right. And how do you compete with that? How do you compete with like a player who is, gotten first place and everything and like it's literally a god at every single game he really tries at like how do you how do you make sure that like your area is just as enticing and what Mm -hmm. you do is you make sonic foxes right like you don't need to get first place all the time to be enticing to someone all that you really need to do is you need to appeal to their human side, right? You appeal to their emotions, right? Like every single person that has ever played a video game can empathize with losing, everybody, Mm -hmm. right? You focus on the players who are working on leveling themselves up. You focus on the game owner or the venue owner that has been fighting to to keep the lights on, right? You focus on the TO who's trying to continue to bring people out to events, right? while still making sure that like everyone in the community has what they need, right? You tell these stories because these stories exist everywhere. And I think that's what is kind of missing right now from the FGC is an abundance of stories like that. Because while everyone, yeah, while everyone is like so concerned about losing their essence to esports, what we should really be worried about is preserving our essence. We shouldn't be fighting to keep it we should just be focusing on preserving what's already there right yes like i feel like we're going about it the wrong way there's no need to fight when you can just literally bottle something up and save it right it's then like it will literally grow to the next generation it's I'm like <laughs> we're worried about losing our humanity to esports when we don't seem to care about the humanity of the event exactly in exactly. the first place i think that a good person to look for uh in this regard, the first person to come to mind to me was actually Lucky D, uh, mm-hmm. and what he's been doing with the traveling controller. Uh, oh God! He's yeah. been doing some really interesting stuff. He's got like, like in the field cams, following players, and he's doing behind the shoulder shots. It's like, like innovative stuff for streaming at locals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, but at the heart of that is supporting the players. Yeah. That's what matters. He, to Lucky D, the most important thing 
isn't whether the player wins or loses. It's how the player grows as a person. Mm-hmm. That's what he really focuses on. And that is super tangible in everything that he does, right? Like everything that the traveling controller does, and Lucky D is very, 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 very good about this, but he makes sure that he really highlights the journey of the player. Like um, there's a, a very popular trope in writing. It's like the hero's journey. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like the eight steps, the, the, the hero's quest or whatever that's yeah, called. Yeah, it is a very popular trope. People yeah, should, people should look that up if they, if they don't know what that is. 100%. But like the long and the short of it is like, just think of it as the hero starts out you know, like a mere mortal, something something happens that forces him to change. And by the end of it, he's now a hero, right? That's the simple, simplest way I can think about it. And that's really what I feel like needs to happen and how people mm-hmm. need to start portraying, not just like Sonic Fox, not just like, you know, no Kami, not just like, um, I'm blanking here because I don't want to give any more anime references so that people just equate me with anime inside of a Street Fighter podcast. Um, not just like Alex make Myers. A, make but a My like, Hero Academia reference. Just go ahead yeah. and do that. <laughs> you don't... You, you. Everybody is a Midoriya. I've never There's watched no... an episode of that show. I have no oh idea what God. I'm talking about. He's the main character. He's Deku. Sure. He's the ordinary corkless kid. Anybody could be him. Anybody could become that. And that's where I think people are losing their magic is because nobody else has like really made it obvious that anybody could be Deku. No one's trying to let people understand that they can become Deku. Like Lucky D is a very, very good example of that happening right now. But I feel like the examples are few and far between. And that's a problem. I Yes, that is something that I've been trying to do or at least do more of with the with our weekly tournaments. They're online tournaments, so it could be from anywhere. But to me, what's important is that the players have a good time and that the mm-hmm. players are highlighted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like uh, one player in particular has that hero's journey, uh, Mike Strong, who mm. plays Zangief. You may know him. Uh, <laughs> but specifically because he is stuck with Zangief, does not does not have counter just stays angry. Oh man. Fights what through the God. bad matchups. And we saw him take out a Monat last week's tournament. And that feel that story is good. Whenever that you see a Zangief, sounds so bad. It's the fucking worst matchup. And then he lost in like the a, salty run back. He lost in the salty run back on the last match last round. I was on the edge of my fucking seat. Like, oh my god. It was it was very good. It was a very good tense moment. Uh, had to share that one. But, yeah, but. It, it wouldn't have happened if I was just like, alright, well, or at least no one would know about that or know that Mike's out there putting in the work to overcome bad matchups. No one would mm-hmm. know that. He might have lost in the end, but that doesn't matter, actually. Like, that's not that's not part of it. There, there's a story there, and he'll come exactly. back next week or the week later. I don't, I don't know. Or maybe even that Minot won't come back. It, it's just one of those things where you got to create those storylines for your players. You have to yeah. do more enticing things than just having a Facebook page because that that ain't working. It's not the only form of social media anymore. Like that was so 2000. (laughs) And I should also say, uh, and here's maybe my like 
poo-poo on people who are just in attendance as well that like it's really easy to just like like retweet your local stuff like support that in any it's like one click of a button i really want to add that everyone at your local super appreciates you when you make sure that your local's in the forefront like you don't even have to do that much and people will love you like if you've ever if you've ever ever yeah. ever been concerned about flooding your timeline with local events don't be because the thank yous you're going to get for it are ridiculous. They're they're ridiculous. Like here's People. the crazy easy thing that anyone could do. Anyone mm-hmm. could do this. I yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. But also I run the event. Yeah. <laughs> take the stream, take your tournament stream. Clip it. Find a clip from it. Go back and watch the archive and get the clip that you want. It's there. It'll be there for at least 2 weeks. Depending. Mm-hmm. Post that clip on our Street Fighter. If it was hype, the hype will sell itself. But mm-hmm. I need to see it for you. You need to show me it. So easy. Anyone could do this. If it was you, you who guys... did the highlight thing, you should do yeah. that. Promote yourself as a player by doing that. Don't you guys also have a way to submit locals as well? Oh, yeah. That's, that's a whole other thing that I... This one really grinds my gears. Because Ooh, well, I'm we're sorry, working I got on, to a bad topic no, here. That's okay. That's okay. I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to get intention. angry at this. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I made it. God damn it. Um, <laughs> but so what it is is the local fighters network. There's always a link on the sidebar of our Street Fighter. Uh, anyone can click on it. Like if you had or were part of a local, uh, you just say submit results. There's a Google form. You just fill out the form. Uh, and you're good to go. You have to fill out the form. You have to like get the names of the players. That might be the most difficult part. Uh, but you post the links, you post the stream. It gives everyone updated information. Let's say if every week someone from your local submitted your local's results, we would have week to week tracking of, well, where are you meeting? Maybe you changed location. Well, guess what? That's kept up to date and people can see, Oh, I see here on the, the 27th they're meeting at the pizza the pizza castle yeah now for our monthly instead of the weekly today yeah it could be that way come Uh, get free pizza yeah what's the yeah yeah. is there free pizza that's important to note uh who got fourth place it was the free pizza weird Um, (laughs) no one could block him (laughs) but we've had this and it's like when it was announced Everyone was like, oh, fuck yeah, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I remember getting I remember getting a DM about this and being very excited. And it's great. Like, conceptually, great. When people fill it out. In practice, like, for the first, like, I want to say six months, there were only, like, 16 results total. Mm. Globally. Yeah. Globally, because there were, like, from across the pond, there's, Japan is submitting results. Like, Chile, submitting results. Argentina, it's in there. You know how many U.S. locals, like, in comparison oh, can, to the world? I can it's like guess that it's, like, 
Is it really zero? I well, was not, gonna say not four. zero. It's not zero, but like comparatively to me, where I'm like, okay, Reddit is mostly active during America time. When it's America yeah. time, it's America time. Yeah. People need or see this. We're our Street Fighter. Um, I know that there's a lot of people who attend locals who are on our Street Fighter. So like, give me them results, folks. Just let her rip. Promote your local. Here we go. Like here come and just me sitting there for weeks. Here come the results. They're coming. Here they come. Yeah, we're we're kind of bad at that legwork. Okay, we're maybe so people incredibly- don't have a tournament on Tuesday. Okay, uh, maybe Wednesday. All right, here we go. I know there's some. I know there's some on Wednesday. Where are they at? Let me see them. <laughs> and then it just never happened. And we're still like a. It's it's been out for what? Uh, let's just say six months. I don't know how long it's been, but it hasn't even breached a hundred. We're not even over a cool hundo. Oof. It's sad to me. I will say, bonus to that, I know coming down the pipeline, we have Mellow's working on pulling API from like Challenge and uh, Smash uh, GG. Yeah, and Smash GG. It's just a matter of getting that to work with everything. And yeah. then he showed me a like a printout of what we could have it look like on like a nice a nicer front end like mm-hmm. basically like a, a fancy world map hover Ooh, over things it's a nice that would look so cool it's gonna yo it's gonna be that part's gonna be cool but also it would be nice if it, we would have more incentive to do that if if people were actually <laughs> using it you know what the hardest thing is is literally the side where it's like you record it in smash gg and then you move it over into drive and it's like by the end of the tournament, there's just so many forms you already have to fill out. Yeah. You have to pay people out. You have to record how much you pay people out. You have to update the Smash GG so that, you know, later on, they're not like, oh, hey, this tournament's been going on for 72 hours. Yeah. What's going on? That is the other thing of people not, and I am also guilty of this, but like, oh, yeah. end, is. end tournament. <laughs> like oh, once yeah, you get down to the last three, it's like, wait a minute, who got for a second, third? No one does it. I always have to go back to the stream. I'm, I'm ridiculously <laughs> horrible about doing it because usually by the end of the tournament, like I'm just so tired yeah. and I'm running around like a crazy person and I'm passing out awards and stuff. I'm paying everybody out. It's like the very last thing I want to do is go back in on a tournament and be like oh yeah this person won just in case you weren't already watching the stream and hear when i announced it and watch them get their money like it's not until the very next day when everyone's like oh man i can't believe they're still playing after 72 hours what a long set like okay we get it we get it but also we're we're tired and i can understand how that could be that's almost like a self-defeating negative feedback loop Mm because you have it in your mind of like well who's gonna go back and look at this yeah and then the people that do are like, well, why wouldn't you just do this simple thing? Right. <laughs> and you're like, I guess it is a simple thing, huh? But you yeah. add that simple thing on top of other simple things. Like, oh, yeah, it's, it's a whole issue. And it, it would it would definitely help if there's like a team of people there, or even just one person who's willing to step up and do one small task. Remember Doing before how we were task? talking about supporting your locals with a singular thing? Like literally just, I would really appreciate it, by the way, if uh, if everybody listening that went to their locals this week literally just asked their TO if they could help with one thing. Literally just one thing. A singular thing. One thing. Doesn't have to be running a bracket. Doesn't even have to be like reporting anything or even playing their match. Your TO could go tell you go play your match and that would be you doing your one thing for your community. I, I would just appreciate if everyone went to go ask their TO, hey, is there something, maybe one thing I can do to help? 
I, I'd like to see. I'd like to see how positive that would be. Probably, like, you're not wrong. Like, <laughs> I, I can say, like, just having one thing being taken care of, even if I know in my mind what it takes to get that thing done, but also do not have the time to do it. Like, mm-hmm. for example, I do not have the time to cut the VODs from our tournament. I don't have the time to do that. One of the other mods was like, yeah, I can do that in my free time. It's it's like super easy. To him, it's super easy. But to yeah. me, I'm like, oh, fucking thank God. Like- exactly. Exactly. It's like, I have no time for this. I really need to keep my day job. Like, I love eating. Eating yeah. is great. <laughs> eating is great. I've ter- yes. I, yes. Eating is fantastic. I can say with authority. My wife is out of the house, which means I've turned I- my mouth into a garbage disposal. It's yeah. great. That's that's probably the best thing about it's like, the I get to treat myself so poorly when she's not here. It's great. <laughs> when 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 I go to tournaments, I'm just like, okay, it's chill. Where's the nearest fast food restaurant? What's <laughs> up? Y'all know what's good. I have so much respect for Sherry because she just straight up be on Instagram like, hey, what's up? I'm going to KFC. Who's who's with me? <laughs> who's coming with me to Popeyes? What's Time going to murder on? Some Popeyes. Let's go. And she shares. She's like, look at this shit. I'm going to shove into my All face. All the time. And it's like, I'm, I'm so jealous. Some of the things I'm that she so shares, like, I'm like, damn, like that's, that's a lot. Damn girl. I can't, I can't, I can't be on Instagram anymore. Like I just, it's too much food. There's too much food. I'm trying to be responsible, but yeah. Um, on the topic of responsibility and, uh, for specifically responsibility in the FGC and and supporting your locals, there's a, like a really important video that came out recently regarding a really big local um, head. I, I think I think it was the next topic, but I'm not entirely you, sure. I was gonna say, are you setting up my topic? Like you started to do it, and I'm and then I'm I forgot suspect. it wasn't my podcast. Sharpie. <laughs> I'm wagging a finger. I'm you're taking over the reins. That's that we were talking. I know. I'm not. I'm not mad. I'm not even mad. It's just when you started steering the ship in that direction, I was like, she's not actually going to transition. Is she's? I don't even. I don't even be trying to do it on purpose. She's just going to. I'm just like. I'm like. I'm like. Okay, look. There is an outline. There are rules. (laughs) There are rules. There are rules here. (laughs) There was a setup, and I'm gonna follow what was requested of me to the line i'm not gonna be the weak link here <laughs> and i don't know why i'm thinking that that's just like my mentality in I'm, general i'm the it turns out i'm the weak link on my own podcast fuck everything everything <laughs> this is this is 100 true everything i've ever done in my entire mm. life has exclusively been to be not the weak link that's everything i've ever done and what did it result me in, in like me doing like doing all of this extra stuff <laughs> in my life it, it it just it really i don't i still don't think i'm a leader no I'm, I'm i can understand that mentality no i get it because there's a certain there's a certain go-getter attitude that you gotta have you gotta get out yeah. there uh I, I say it in a joking voice but i do kind of mean it like yeah there, if you don't try like if you're not it is very obvious when someone's phoning it in uh, uh-huh. I say this over the phone, uh, <laughs> but it is the proverbial phone, the proverbial phone, uh, <laughs> the headset, which is the world's new phone for anyone that was born after 2001. That is probably listening to. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I blew your mind. 
No, I was just going to go off on a tangent because I actually, <laughs> we're coming up on Christmas. This is the Christmas time, the holiday season. And uh, my nephew, a small baby, uh, coming up on four, he he circled in the toy magazine. He wanted the Soundwave Transformer, which transforms into a tape deck. And I was like, he doesn't know what a tape deck is. <laughs> I'm 100% going to get him the tape deck transformer. He has no reason to know what a tape deck is. Let's go. <laughs> this is easy. I could just do this and spend like $3 and he'll think it's a beautiful brand new thing. It's yes. very fun for me to be like, all right, kid, let mm-hmm. me tell you about tapes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, the best part was when you took your pen and you had to rewind it. <laughs> oh dude yeah i like forgot about it. i had a good highlighter for that highlighter my dad caps. had an eight track thing and it like rewinded 12 or something tapes all at once and i remember we just all stand around and watch that thing work and freak out uh, so sorry crazy. kids we're I'm sorry. old um, yeah yeah i'm sorry i actually literally forgot corded phones existed again yeah they do they do. I still have a flip phone for work, but that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Uh, it's my burner for when I sell drugs, kids. Oh, my uh, God. Because you need... <laughs> this is sell not drugs, the podcast you, that I thought we were having, by the way. If you sell drugs, you need a beeper. What are you talking about? <laughs> What's a beeper? Uh, haven't you watched The, the Wire, kid? Uh, <laughs> welcome to RSF Radio. It's a podcast about Street Fighter and other fighting game stuff. Um, anyway, no. So what we were talking about as you so steered this ship, uh, rem- remember you steered this ship into drug talk, not me. This one's, <laughs> you, this one's on you. Oh uh, man, this is really where it winded up. I set you up with the line and I think, the, <laughs> I think the worst thing I ever did was not take that line. No, the, the thing is you said, <laughs> I'm just, I bad, set you, I set you up and you chose to go for the drugs. I'm a, that that's was a choice. I'm just a bad host because you threw me a softball and I rejected it. It you were like, you know what this is? This is a foul. This is a foul. I'm going to make it into that. Uh, it's right. coming at me nice and slow, but it's gonna hit me in my eyeballs. Like, let's let's go. Danny O'Dwyer from No Clip, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> former <laughs> former member of GameStop or Game GameSpot. Yeah, I always mix up the two. Uh, he went out on his own uh, and did this thing called Noclip, which does fantastic game documentaries. Uh, he's done a bunch over the years. Is it years? I guess it's maybe Literally. from like 2016 Literally. now. Yeah. Uh, man, it's been for fucking ever. Uh, but fantastic documentaries. And the latest one, the, the next one that's going to come out, I uh, followed Team Spooky. I uh, followed Spooky around, and the trailer is out now. The name of that particular doc is called Stay Free, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. I am looking it's, forward to this one. It's really, really, really looking great, this just trailer, from the trailer so far. It's it's a long time coming. I think oh, everyone yeah. knew that. Like, um, If there's one person who's really earned, like, not exclusively a spot, and like his own documentary, it's it's got to be Spooky. Oh, like, yeah. And then I think the trailer does a really good job of like covering exactly what he's done to get to this point, but like mm-hmm. leave you wanting for more. Mm-hmm. And I know that the the quality of of documentaries that No Clip has done in the past, mm-hmm. I'm just I am 
my appetite is so wet right now. I'm oh, yeah. I cannot wait. Specifically this for something This is not a Wikipedia page, folks. No. I think is what we're trying to say no, here. He's it's in it's it. not the at things, all. The things that are pulled out from this just the short trailer, I went, nope, they get it. They get it. They yeah. know who this person is. This mm-hmm. is gonna be great. Uh and it's specifically when they call out that Spooky is always trying to push community. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like hundred percent that's that's it. Like if you follow that thread to its ultimate conclusion, I'm in and yeah. people need to know who this, this person is. Where it is. Starts. Yeah. yeah. And it's not this like high flute and esports stuff. Like even at his level, who like he is he is hundred percent doing esports stuff, but mm-hmm. he is still spooky. Like that part of him hasn't given up. And we kind of talked about this earlier. I'll be so interested to see if they get into that in the documentary of how much of his it has he given over to the internet and internet culture. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like how much is he even capable of saying in the culture that we have? Uh, how much is he able to be open about? He probably has to be a little bit reserved. One would imagine, but at his heart, like this is the person who is, streaming the majors like that's what's that's what's really going to be interesting to watch like verbatim what you just said like how he can really how he can i the the side i guess the side that i'm most interested to say like the exact side and i'm sorry once again if i'm just saying what you said and repeating yourself but i think it's going to be really interesting if there's a scene where he's talking about hey by the way like i do this and this and this And like most people won't even understand how big that is. Like you could have someone that starts streaming, I guess, I guess because he's a streamer, it's, it's a little bit more like people will probably understand it a little bit more. But when Spooky started, you couldn't just say, by the way, I record video games and this is where I'm putting my time and money and have someone not laugh you out of their face. Yeah. At the time. I mean, this man basic to me. He did this before Twitch was even really a thing. Yeah. Like he's been doing this since Justin TV. Justin TV. YouTube, uh, not YouTube, but Ustream, like he was, he was yeah. the pioneer before RTMP was like an actual legit way of streaming. Right. Like he was, he was there. He was learning it. He was on the forefronts. So it's like it's really going to be interesting watching him explain how a lot of things he literally had, I guess, no um, societal terms for. Before. Yeah, there was no guide out there. He couldn't exactly. look up on the internet. Well, how do you make a like an overlay? How do you make this yeah. work? He had to do it himself. What are he scene transitions? Like, <laughs> exactly. Right. How, how do I plug in two microphones and also get game audio? <laughs> how do I do these that? Are, these are all things and that then make that go out over the internet live. Oh yeah. I'm just, I'm personally, I'm sorry to keep interrupting. I'm so excited as an event streamer. Like, I know. I'm all the things I said before, but first and foremost, I'm a streamer. Like, that's where I started. Even before I played fighting games, I Mm. was a streamer. And I'm I'm just so excited to see everything about, like, this is, this is, this is the cool, this is like having a documentary made about your superhero is what that is that's that's what this this documentary is exciting for me because there's so many and situations that i've been in as a streamer that i'm excited to see what like spooky went through as a streamer and a lot of the things that he mm-hmm. did a lot of people 
are also going through now. Like Spooky started a clan. <laughs> Team Spooky was a clan that a lot of very, very notable New York players were on or are still on. Like, and he was one of the first people to do that. And I'd be interested to see if that also if they also come like go over that in the documentary. You know? Yeah. I like mean, that, that just... goes along with what Vi was saying on Twitter. Start a clan. Exactly. Like there's so many faucets of it yeah. that that Spooky covered that like I've just I I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm obviously fangirling at this point. Yeah, like, we're kind of we're kind of geeking. Myself. We're kind of geeking. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna stop myself. I'm acting like I don't know this man. Like, but the, but... The, this, the excitement about it, though, I think from at least from my perspective, is that I I may know how important this person is, but mm-hmm. I know that thousands and millions of people do not know how important this this person's work is. Like the mm-hmm. body of this person's work is, and. And I think that knowing that story will give a very good perspective of where the FGC comes from mm-hmm. uh, and where certain ideas come from within the FGC. It's just it's an exciting time. And I know that no clip does a really good job of covering all this information. They cover their bases. They know their shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the production level is beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. It's, it's, good stuff. it's literally like sun dance level beyond is beyond like i still don't understand how this man is able to like justify doing something at this quality for so many people and the fact he's willing to do it is just so beautiful you know patreon this man's only supported by patreon how about wild is that oh man if there's not a link for patreon like (laughs) in that documentary i'm gonna be absolutely disappointed i may need to go check it out i swore off patreon after they started like you know not accepting certain forms of payment yeah which i got really frustrated by what do you mean you're not going to take my paypal oh well you know we're not really like super using paypal anymore like excuse me (laughs) like i just well you're not getting my credit card information but at the same time (laughs) like i get that for and actually had a really good conversation with saint cola about this last week uh, mm-hmm. And also had a good conversation with Amanda Stevens about this a uh, couple episodes ago um, mm-hmm. about what it's like to be a content creator and getting support from the community. And I think that, I don't know, if you're looking for more information on that, I would say go search out those episodes. But in any search way, out. in any event, I'm excited for this. You're excited for this. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. But with that, uh, I, I don't think we need to cover up. the other topics here. I think we're good. Um, ah. Unless there was something specifically here that you would like to talk about. Ooh, sorry. Uh, there was one thing I wanted to say, kind of like a, a, a closing moment, if no, you will. Yeah. In a little segment I like to call Sharpie Says. All right. So what? Yes, that? that is an original, ta- You're that is an original title. You're creating fucking segments on my show. <laughs> you, come, you come on my show. <laughs> you come on my show. You create segments. You steer the ship? <laughs> How dare um, you? <laughs> in this little in this little closing section called Sharpie says, I kind of just want to I kind of just want to pull attention to something that's 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 really important that everyone remembers. Um as and we covered it earlier and I'm apologizing here because everyone that listened originally is going to remember this especially if they're listening to this point, but I cannot stress at all how important supporting people in your local area is 
because all of these things that we've talked about so far all originally started as like a four or five man local literally someone just going to somebody else's house and like there are still a lot of areas where that still happens like it's not just because just because we have all these resources and we have the internet now and right. we have all these different ways of showing people like how polished we can be and how much we can do much like other areas in gaming the reality is like in a lot of areas we are not that yet and that's what's really really genuinely holding us back by like a lot um like how many people was combo queens at the start so combo we didn't, queens we didn't even really get to talk about combo we should oh we should talk God. about combo queens can we actually real. talk about combo queens like for real for real 100% because Okay, there is a lot, not a lot I want to talk about combo queens. There are just a couple of specific points. There's a lot of history to combo queens. What's and it like to be a girl in the gaming world? That's fair. That's a fair <laughs> question. That's a fair question, but I'm going to actually not answer that. I apologize. Because the reality is being a girl physically inside of the gaming community is no different than being a dude. The only difference is that you are expected to prove yourself more than I, anybody else i did not actually like need it i was a i was just, oh no i completely I understand you. but you know what you know what? i took that opportunity to answer that question because there's going to be somebody in this podcast that's going to say freaking sharpie got asked that question and she didn't answer because she don't know shit gonna bump someone's on that. gonna, gonna say bump that on that someone's one? Okay. gonna say that <laughs> no there's the people who listen to the show are good people I i'm think. sure I'm sure. unless I'm sure. you're out there being a bad person being a stinker in which i say thank you for listening uh, <laughs> but we appreciate no. you for li for listening to the podcast <laughs> Uh, but please I, uh, talk queens. more about combo. Yeah. I, I need to have more combo queen representation on the show. Of course. I feel so horrible because I'm going to be very honest because of combo queens. I almost forget that there are no women. Like there's a very, very not no women, but I mean a very, very small percentage of women mm -hmm. that are visible in the community because mm -hmm. I'm surrounded by so many fantastic women consistently. And that's literally an honor. That's because, a good, like, that's a very good thing. That's what I'm saying. And it, it as you can tell, like, it kind of gives you a sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you no longer question, hey, you know, am I really the other here? Like, is this really the place for me? Like, should I be playing fighting games? Like, no other women are playing fighting games. Like, what do they know that I don't know? Right. You know, like, you ask yourself these questions and, like, it starts weighing at you. But, like... When you're, when you're surrounded by other people, literally just like other women, they're all trying their hard, their their hardest to like make sure that you know, an area of the community is successful or like that an event is run properly or that they're the best of the best at this game, and they're, like verbatim exactly like you. Mm -hmm. There's something absolutely powerful about that, like just. I'm trying to find words. I'm that's sorry. A, no, I, no, I. It's like a sense of it's like a I sense of belonging, and I'm and I'm really selling out combo queens right now. Like no, y'all no, probably no, like it's some magical no, thing, no. but it's literally like I grew up in an area where like there are there's nobody else in my in, in my high school that I I really went to school with that like mm. 
played games with me. Like my roommate laughed at me when she saw me playing games. I think like, that there's something <laughs> important to touch upon in that, just even in that little interaction of mm-hmm. what it is like to be. So guys see this situation as, oh, you just go to your local and you just go. But what they're not understanding is the perspective of, okay, well, what if one woman goes to your local then that woman automatically becomes the only woman in the room. And just the fact of being the only that type of person in a room has, there's. There's a profound sense of like aloneness that you feel. And I feel like everybody. I don't want to speak to it as a white straight man. So I, I think, I think it's very similar to the feeling that you feel the very first time you're told you shouldn't be playing games. You should be focusing on X because games aren't going to take you anywhere in life. That's it's, it's similar to that feeling. And it's not even, it's not even anyone telling you that feeling. It's just, you start to question why you're the only person there. Right. And why nobody, what are you seeing? It could be that that no one one else treating you differently in that situation. Mm -hmm. They're treating you however, but the fact that that you are alone in that situation it is there's something to that but what it's you're saying really though impressive. with combo queens is that super easy to forget about that it is that and that it's, whole it's kind of crazy that is it is gone because it's like every single time i go to an event now that i'm a part of combo queens i always know there's going to be somebody else there that will understand me mm-hmm. right like it's just this um i kind of liken it to like a Imagine if everybody else in the world like didn't like ice cream, right? And you had a small subset of people that did like ice cream, right? I but of those small subset cream. of people that liked ice cream, everybody there liked vanilla. I bought a tub of ice cream that I will eat within the duration that Leah is out of the house. <laughs> and I will get rid of it because she can't know about it. That's fair. I hope she doesn't Ice cream is podcast. absolutely delicious. Ice cream is OD. Thank you very much is od but um okay okay so everyone everyone hates ice cream small stuff of people that love ice cream but they only like vanilla and you like strawberry and also vanilla but like the fact that you also like strawberry nobody else really really likes it but they're not they're not shaming you for liking strawberry they're just making it you know known that they like vanilla and after a certain point in time you're like why does everybody else not like strawberry and so you find other pockets of people that like strawberry right and suddenly you don't feel so weird for liking strawberry anymore right you don't feel like maybe you're making a mistake or like maybe you know you shouldn't be somewhere you you suddenly start feeling like okay you know what it's fine that i'm here you know what okay it's it's fine that i enjoy this it's it's fine yeah that's you know an, you no longer feel allegory i can totally get behind yeah, because, because we're already great. such a small community. The fighting game exactly. community, hella small. Mm-hmm. Like even if you look at esports as a general community, which oh man, I, I absolutely is, e- is esports small in general. I don't know anymore. I saw a thing that esports was big, but esports, you know, I don't know if it's big or not. The reality is, is esports itself comparatively to gaming as a whole which encompasses like mobile gaming. It's actually very, very small. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. But the reality is it gets so much money. Yeah. 
and a lot like, of the money that that comes into it isn't regulated. Yeah, man, that's so oh, man, money and that's esports a whole is a whole topic, other but conversation. Like we're not we're not getting into that. <laughs> but like uh, that's that's the a, reason why it's it a fleeting feels, thing, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, it's really easy to forget how small of a community you are yeah. when you're surrounded by other people that help you forget. That's good. Right. And that's, that is a good thing. It is because it gives you a sense of belonging and that's not something you can get everywhere else in a positive way. And the mm. FGC does a great job of making sure that a majority of that energy is positive. Right. And I think combo Queens is just the logical next step in our growth mm. because after a certain point of time, like more and more and more women are going to come into the community and people find themselves asking the question, like, is this, is this woman going to come to my community and like not feel like she belongs, not because of anything I do, but just because I may not have an environment that makes her feel comfortable. Right. That makes her, the environment may make her feel like an other unintentionally. Right. Right. And I think that's where combo Queens really comes in. Because like we try to facilitate like specific areas at events everywhere where people just, hey, by the way, we're here. Right. Just come over and just come chill with some other girls. They may or may not be from your area, but like here's a contact. Here's someone you can talk to. Like, bro, just tell us how it felt going on too. Tell you us how it felt to win the championship. Here. It's exactly. Like it's it's beautiful. And it's and not that you're know. trying to be separate from the FGC either. I feel like that's we should. I should know. really, really stress that, by the way. That's why I gave the allegory before of vanilla. Yeah, because, because everyone, I've yet to meet a singular person. Everyone loves ice cream. We lo we're going to eat saying. some ice cream. That's exactly my point. Is like It's possible to love more than just one flavor of ice cream. That's all Combo Queens is really trying to say. It's possible to be like more than just one thing in the gaming community, right? right. It's possible to be a gamer and be female, right? Like, all that means is that you may have a couple of additional things that sometimes aren't catered to you, right? Mm. All that is is just making yourself broader, right? And when I feel like gaming is large enough now that we should be able to, like, I guess, kind of cater to people for more than just gaming now, right? We should be able to cater to people for that. We should be able to cater to people who work. Right, we should be able to cater cater to working gamers. Or I, I would love for this to be cater to me. That's my point. <laughs> is like we should be able to do more than just yeah. be one thing. People like, are not one dimensional, as it turns out. That's my point. That's my point, and surprise, I think that's surprise. why I was so happy when Carolyn asked me to be a part a part of like in not just a part but an instrumental part of Combo Queens, um, which I should mention by the way that is definitely. Carolyn, otherwise known as the Mama Dows, like brainchild. She she was the one who originally brought forth this idea literally just by, cannot stress this enough, going to her local and hosting an area for other women to come out and just talk that's about talk about gaming. Like that's all. Just literally talk about the tournament, talk about like maybe like how they felt about that week or something and just talk. Yeah, no, sometimes that's all. I think it's nice that... to just be able to do. It is important to put a pause and say, Carolyn is the best. Oh my God, is she not the best? Can I just like say that? And I'll say, I don't know if she's listening. She might. I, I think she does. So I'm just going to say she's the best. And I also want to call out Jamillion, otherwise yeah. known as Emily. She's been on the show. Yeah, the other co-founder 
of combo breaker of combo queens oh my god i said combo breaker that's yeah. so embarrassing that's so embarrassing um but it's not but that. she that, she's done so much for combo it, queens it, it really isn't i just i do a lot of i do a lot of the front end stuff right so like the website i i helped with um some of the like social media stuff and the graphics i do because that's stuff that's that's easy for me to do but she is really really great at like doing the physical aspect of it like planning it the logistics of planning it making sure that it actually happens talking to people to schedule it like right. she goes above and beyond and that's there's that's, something to speak for like the again a person go, who does yeah. more than what you ask them to without you asking or segues into a section and then has you drop the ball with it by going into like a drug allegory, you know, I don't follow. (laughs) What do you, you, I don't follow that. People, people that just go above and beyond. Isn't it it weird? I was just, I I was just talking, you know, Hmm. from not even experience, but like it happened to a friend of mine who was (laughs) on a podcast or something. I don't know. I mean, I'm just over here trying to like (laughs) praise Carolyn and Jamillion, like, you know, like they deserve. I really appreciate. And I'm not trying to sell beepers over here. Okay, I I get it. I I need I need to re up sometimes. Okay, that's all. Um, please go watch The Wire. It's fantastic, kids. Uh, It's a really good show. It was. It wasn't it Emmy nominated or something. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many Emmys it probably has, but it probably has a bunch. But in any case, the other co-founders, the other co-founder of um, Combo Queens does a great job. Emily is astounding. And uh, if you don't already know who they are, you can check them out by going to tour.com slash Combo Queens or www.comboqueens.com. Also, she was on an episode of this podcast. One of the early, one of the first guests, actually. Before this show turned into a straight guest show, because... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the background on that is actually that this used to be a, sh- a solo show for a while when Oof. I was working less hours and had time to prepare. Uh, but because I have less time to prepare, I found it easier to coordinate with someone else within the community and just basically turn this into a talking to another person show instead to of your credit like you put so much effort into this outline. I literally felt bad not adhering to it yeah i felt like i was i felt like i was coming into i was sitting here at work i printed out this outline i wrote down like time targets i i literally printed it out i actually have my watch right in front of me i've been timing it to make sure that like i try to only stay a couple of minutes on each topic that's why i keep coming back so often is because i keep looking down at the time and i'm like okay it's been like an additional two minutes since i said i was going to be here (laughs) <laughs> like, <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> I, love you so I much. was very worried. <laughs> I, I remember oh, how when we started caring. the <laughs> thank you I for asking like, to do one thing. This is a this is a this is a very well and honored tradition in the FGC. <laughs> and Sharpie, you will not be the one that breaks it. You cannot be the one that breaks it. Uh, no, you've you been better fantastic. not be on. O- they better not be name dropping you on OBS talking about Sharpie broke, freaking uh, R Street Fighter podcast. Like I can't, I can't be known for that, bro. Like I can't, I can't be known for breaking the cast. Uh, no, you've been, 
honestly, I'm going to ask you to close the show, if anything, because uh, you've got, <gasps> really? at this point, you've got more control. I've handed over the controls at this point. I've fallen asleep in the back. I'm on autopilot. I'm done. Uh, I, I, I've, okay. I've leaned back in my chair and just let you take over the segments. You created your own GD segment. Oh, that was cool. Lest we forget. I'll bet. I'm actually, can I send you a graphic to use for that, by the way? Jesus Christ. Um, I just, <laughs> yes, while we were talking, I made a graphic for it. Like, dur during the duration of this cast. <laughs> <laughs> it was only like five minutes. Uh, I love you, and I hate you. <laughs> Also, I love you, but also I hate you. Oh, I, this, man. This is why, and okay, so anyway, to close, Sharpie says. To close. I didn't realize thing. that we had kept this segment open for this long. We've really well, dug out this segment. The segment wasn't open. You opened up essentially a part called Joe Knows, and I was like, okay, he's got this. Like, we on this. Right. We're doing it. Okay, Sharpie says. Mm -mm. Final thoughts from Sharpie. Now, as we stated earlier, it's so incredibly important to go and support your locals. But what's more important as you take the time out of your day to really understand that at the end of the day, everyone here is just here to play video games, right? Mm -hmm. There are a lot of things that divide us, like money, our notoriety in gaming, like race. I shouldn't even have to say that, but that's still a concept that happens here. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, literally, we're all just here to play games and not even just games, but specifically fighting games. There's too much, literally too much division going on right now for us to hate each other and to like keep arguing over small things that at the end of the day don't even matter mm -hmm. because we're just wasting time. I can promise you something. There are other communities and other games out there that are past that and they've succeeded mm -hmm. because they realize that at the end of the day none of that matters so my 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 literal only i guess my literally my, my only desire here that i hope is really conveyed over the course of this podcast is just the idea of togetherness mm -hmm. And the time when you can come together is when you hashtag support your locals. But anyway, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for letting me on the show. You have um, not if written you guys, that down. To be clear, you did not write that down in the notes. I that didn't one write came, any of that down. She just take it from was, the head, you know? That's how that she was did. straight up one take. That was straight up uh, one take. <laughs> uh, no, it has been an absolute... Pr pleasure having you on. Seriously, this has <laughs> been a great... This has been a great episode. I'm, I'm, I'm very... Just, I'm very happy with how this has turned out. You killed it, and I'm so happy to have you on. However, I cannot let you go. Ooh. I cannot let you go without asking you two questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What You're are, new these, to the what show. are these two new, questions? New, new people to the show get asked this line of questioning. I think it tells a lot about a person based mm -hmm. on how they answer. It's a two-parter, mm -hmm. and part one is, what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? So, the only fighting game that I've really, like, super played would have to be Skullgirls. Mm -hmm. I did dabble a lot in Dragon Ball Fighters, but I admit 
that like I am nowhere near the Skullgirls level that I need to be in that game. Um, so I guess my favorite normal attack side of any fighting game that I've ever played ever would have to be Crouching Heavy Kick from Skullgirls from Eliza. 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 She actually um, is able to transform blood into different objects and everything a lot like, uh, I believe it's pronounced ABA, right? Inside of um, Guilty Gear. Mm -hmm. But um, she can use that and she manipulates all the blood around her and, and her body into a boat. And then she literally cruises down the boat with her feet up in the air. It is a very like laid back look to it. Oh, it's absolutely, it's absolutely freaking fierce. It's, 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 it's everything that I want to be <laughs> as a person and a singular move. That's and good. that, that should tell you a lot about who I am as a person. Yeah. You just want to be surrounded by blood. You want to be yeah. a blood yeah. conjurer. Oh a, my God. Yes. Uh, a um what do they call a bloodbender you want to be a bloodbender mm -hmm. you want to be into yeah. the bloodbending the only time katara was cool when she pretended to be the painted lady and then when she just ran off like a boss without giving those villagers anything that was like the coolest movement it's like the best middle finger to an entire community of people that needed her help she just like you know what y'all don't respect me i'm gonna go somewhere i'm respected and then she went and saved the entire world and the community was then the world. Like, who does that? Who just Jeez. who does that? No, there's spoiler. There's I definitely did that, that because yeah. I was in the League of Legends community and they didn't appreciate it, so I went to the FGC. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, what's up? What's up? You God, said two you questions. Gonna, I only heard one. At, are you gonna stop talking about anime? God damn it! Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the part two, somewhat connected and tied to part one, is what is your favorite combo in any fighting game? Okay. Are you positive you want a combo? Elaborate. A combo is a move that links into another move that links into an another move. Is that correct? Typically. That is the definition of a combo? I, 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 let me look at Webster's Dictionary. Hold on. Uh, combo, con under C, combo. See, now combo. everybody is questioning what I'm going to say at this point. Because they're like, who on earth? I'm on the edge of my fucking seat. Are you kidding me? What is a combo? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Does it have to be a cop? What? Yeah, yeah, I did that on purpose. I'm losing it. <laughs> what are you going to say next? Yeah, but I'm I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear what your definition is a combo before I answer this question because I feel like when I the really counter need... goes to two. <laughs> that constitutes as a combo. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> Inside of Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Wolverine had this infinite combo. Yeah. That's my favorite combo. Okay, that's a combo. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate I I that. I hate that. You hate that so much as if you're going to blow my mind with like... Yeah, I do. Well, let me I actually... Really what, is, what is a combo? Hmm. <laughs> you're like oh man what what type of what type of mind-boggling this entire podcast is really run some boundaries like what's she gonna say and i'm like yeah that's an infinite i mean it's i've had people infinite. say oh i like this particular kind of oaky and i've been like okay oh, man it's that, that, not necessarily a combo if, but that's an answer yeah no that's that's not I, I mean they didn't answer the question but you know oh wow who am i who am i to say that I'm i make not the, the rules and i'm inclusive i let people with strawberry come into my community <laughs> 
I allow the strawberries. The strawberry ice cream eaters are welcome here. <laughs> How do you feel about see, strawberry syrup see, I like, on ice I like cream? You, I like you, Joe. This is a good. This is a good podcast. I may. I may need my to wife come back. Hates strawberry syrup. Oh, that's hates unfortunate. It. I, I think it's it's, re- it's like a sometimes thing. I like it when the ice cream base is vanilla. I I'm okay. Mm-mm. I'm down with that. At that point, it's not strawberry anymore. Well, no, just like stra- no strawberry, uh, like topping. Oh yeah, no, I absolutely loathe strawberry topping. Strawberry um, syrup. I also loathe like strawberry jam. Yeah. Like you know, with the preservative inside of it, it's like oh, at that yeah. point, like I'll just eat a strawberry. Strawberries are a pretty top tier berry, as it turns oh, out. Yeah, they're really good. I mean, especially if you're not like doing sugar, you know, you just need to cheat. Mm-hmm. You can be like, oh man, I had a strawberry, and then they're like, oh, I thought you weren't doing sugar. You're like, yeah, but you know, it's nature's strawberry. I'm better than you, Karen. It's beets. It's nature candy. All right, folks. That's a show. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to end this podcast. Ooh. Unless you would like to, but I will let you get one word, one last word in. Uh, And that word, of course, is where can people find you on the internet? People can find me a lot of places on the internet. And I'm going to scroll up on not this document where it shows all the places they can find me because I definitely did not forget. I mean, I could tell but you all the places people can find you on the internet. Could you? Unless I'm, there's more. I, I mean, not all of the places. This is a lot of them. This is a lot of places. This is not all this of is, them. This is like, oh man, I definitely have an Instagram that I probably didn't post there. I don't know. Look, the reality is if you want to find me, you will find me. By literally going... <laughs> to www.sharpypls.com which is my main website that's where i keep everything if you've ever been like oh man this chick clearly has some thoughts on things but she doesn't seem like she can actually talk about them in public you go to that website i have a little blog where i literally post about everything i don't talk about in public and then you know because only seven people read it you'll be one of the eight people that know about it which is kind of cool because like literally it's front facing like you could google it right now and nobody seems to care which is great it's perfect but for you know the less inclined the people that are a little bit more reserved you can also find me on twitter uh twitter.com slash the purple sharpie really every single website facebook.com slash the purple sharpie twitch.tv slash the purple sharpie youtube.com slash user slash the purple sharpie all of that i'm on instagram too that's what you want it's you don't want anybody stealing that username from you. With the example, with the only exception being on Instagram, I am actually Sharpie PLS um, because I didn't want to make an, an Instagram and Facebook can actually track your information through different platforms. And so I was yeah. 100% not about letting them know that I was also called the purple Sharpie. Yeah, that's why Instagram but, you is know, weird. Instagram's weird. It's a weird app. It's, it's not that weird. What happened was people noticed that media actually seemed to perform a lot better than just text. Facebook had an already very solid platform. They started instituting something exclusively for pictures and then bought it out. Like, literally what happened? Somebody was like, hey, I want to take pictures. And then they're like, oh, my God, this is performing so much better than just text. And Facebook was like, we like things that perform better than just text. They bought it. And now the next generation is using it. More than Snapchat. Yeah. It's hard to adapt that to the FGC, though, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm still oh, no, trying to figure that out, where it's, it's basically just all. like, no, what's yes. your Korean barbecue look like? Huh. And that's what it's turned into for the FGC. But well, anyway, it's, folks. <laughs> it's easier than that, but I promise, I promise at some point in time, if you ever ask me about that in any form of social media, I'll help you more about it on Not This Past Cast. Yeah. Nice. That's Good. a show, folks. I'm Joe yeah. Monday. 
You can find me at Super Joe Monday. Sharpie. You can find me at Joe underscore Monday on Reddit. Or just, you know, whatever you want, folks. That's it. But would you like to close the podcast while, while you're at I it? Would, I'll, let you park, I would, I'll let you park it. Parallel park. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, man. Close it. Okay. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, uh, please subscribe to us on both iTunes and any other formats that we're on. It super helps if you rate us and you comment. But most importantly, keep us going. Okay. Peace out, guys. Was that better than your closing? I, 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 I never say that stuff. See you later, Wait, folks. why? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no! Help! Strength! <laughs>